y'all. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Nuga Bell podcast, all about stories of the South straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. I have a passion for stories, and this is where some of the best ones get told. So join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee, a glass of sweet tea, or a nice old-fashioned, and join us. We're so glad you're here. Everyone, welcome back to the Nuka Bell podcast. I know it has been a hot, hot minute since you've heard my voice, but it is now 2020. And for the first episode of 2020, and to kick off my New Year's series, I am here with my friend Arnold Ruelas. Did I say that right? You did, correct. Perfectly. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm just excited that it's a whole new year. Me too. Like new things, new beginnings, just everything is new. I'm I so know. excited. Me too. Um, so for this New Year series I'm doing, I'm doing a different topic uh, each episode of uh, topics that people usually make New Year's resolutions about. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arnold and I met in class at Kyle House Fitness. Correct. Um, where he is a wonderful instructor. Thank and you, so thank you. I have brought Arnold here to talk about fitness and self care. Two of my favorite things to do. That's why I thought you were perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, where you, how you got to where you are today. All right, so my name is obviously, like you said, Arnold Rellis. Um, I actually moved to Chattanooga about six years ago. It's crazy to think that it's been six years. Um, and how I got to Kyle House is funny because I actually met the Kyle House um, at Lululemon when they first opened, and he was there kind of just helping them open the store, doing their thing, and we met, we talked briefly, and... He told me about this vision that he had about a studio that he wanted to open. And I told him I had been coaching uh, spin classes for a while. And he was like, let's stay in touch. But what's funny is that we never exchanged numbers. We just (laughs) talked about it, but never actually exchanged numbers or anything in that moment because I was so excited to shop. Um, And then I randomly found him on Instagram and then added him on Snapchat. And I slid up in his Snapchat messages. (laughs) And I said, hey, I need personal like yoga training. And then we just started doing that. And then... Here I am a few years later coaching at Call House and then I manage a women's boutique and I do wardrobe styling on the side and all about the self-care things. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I think we could do a whole other episode on fashion and oh all gosh, that kind of stuff. Oh can we please? <laughs> <laughs> Write that down for, for the future. But yes, yes we, we definitely will. Um, so Kyle House Fitness is not a stranger to the podcast. Um, actually had the two of them on about a year ago. Look Um, at that. I listened to that one. I remember. Yes. (laughs) I love that that one sparked like a debate on who taught who about the Enneagram. Oh my gosh. Between Mello and Lynn, (laughs) who you later had on the episode. (laughs) Yes. Trust me. Anytime I talk Enneagram, I have to message both of them in a group text. Mm -hmm. So that way they can hash it out on themselves. (laughs) Yes. I know you guys are listening. Yes. I called you out. (laughs) Might as well get it over with, yes. right? <laughs> I'm going to hear about it later. Yes. Um, so you started as a spin instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get into fitness in the beginning and what made you decide to start teaching? So I was never the athlete growing up. Let's be real. Like I was a round chubby kid. <laughs> like <laughs> like middle school, high school, I was, I was round and I loved food and I didn't do anything athletic whatsoever. I tried to get out of pee as much as I could. I was just like, I don't want to do this. Um, and then 
later on after college and everything, I just randomly found the spin studio that was local to Augusta. Um, my friend invited me to come and I went and then the owner was like, you have like a great personality. You seem like you have like a good like energy. Would you want to coach? And I was like, I mean, I've never thought about it, but all right. But that was like my first step into fitness because I started losing weight really quickly, um, kind of toning my body up. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And it's not as hard as people made it out to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did, I coached for about two years and then um, stopped that when I moved to Chattanooga and then trying to like settle into things. I didn't really think I would get back into fitness, to be honest with you. Um, And then, like I said, I just met Kyle House and then I started going to D1 for about two years, dipped into Orange Theory for a little bit. And then at one point, I actually had a membership at D1, at Orange Theory, and at Kyle House. Oh, wow. So I was paying for three different monthly memberships at studios. Bless you. Yes, bless my wallet. I don't know how I did it. Um, But then I decided, you know what? I want to just stay with Kyle House like a full time. So I went unlimited. And then uh, you can ask Kyle Miller and Kyle House this. I harassed them until they gave me a chance, basically, to get on the mic. Okay. Cool. And coach, because I was just like, this, like, I want to do this. I want to be on the microphone. I want to teach a class. Um, and it was a few months process, but we did it and somehow I'm still there. <laughs> so talk me through the process of auditioning or trying out to be a coach. What's that? Because I've, I've had friends who have tried out for like Soul Cycle mm-hmm. and other like various bar uh, classes. So yeah. walk me through that process. So it's a little different now than what it was when I did it like two years ago. Um, but now it's, it's like you said, it's an audition. Um, you, they hold group auditions now. So basically you come in, you have a few minutes to kind of just show your personality on the microphone, um, kind of run through a couple exercises. And then from that point they pick like their top picks. And then from there, um, Kyle, Kyle, and Mello um, will go through and teach them, like, the warm-up, the cool-down, the burnout, different, like, key points of the class. And they'll come back in and do a little bit of training one-on-one with them. And then they do, like, a second round of what I would call auditions where they get to be on the microphone again and they get to teach, like, a segment of class and just kind of going from there. I would say, like, the biggest thing is showing your personality on the Mm -hmm. microphone because – you can teach someone how to walk through like walk through a move with somebody or like how to do a specific move or repetition and stuff, but showing your personality is the mm-hmm. toughest part. You have to keep them engaged in the <laughs> class yes. because I've been in, fortunately not too many, but I've been in some classes where the instructor was great at like teaching you the reps and the moves mm-hmm. and everything, but it you shouldn't want to feel like you want to fall asleep in the middle of a workout class. Right. No, never. <laughs> and I hope you never had that at our studio. No, no, but no, no. no um, previous much no. Good Other <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's because like when you're when you on when you're on the microphone, <clears throat> you do your best to think about the timing and the cues and correcting form if needed and stuff like that. So sometimes you lose sight of like yourself and your personality shining through because you're so focused on the class itself. So mm-hmm. then once you find that happy balance of being able to shine through and have the um, class flow smoothly, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I could teach it like I could teach it with my eyes closed right now at this nice. point. I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what is your personal fitness routine? Um. It's a little different nowadays, but I incorporate call house into my routine about two to three times a week because mm-hmm. um, it's always just love that good cardio pump um and then i started going to another facility just because i wanted something more strength training and 
nothing against the studio at all whatsoever, but I just wanted to get out and go to a different environment Mm -hmm. and work out. And I wanted someone else to tell me what to do. I do enough thinking as it is at work. I do enough (laughs) thinking as it is teaching class. So I reached out and I was like, I don't want to think. I just want you to tell me what to do, how many reps, and tell me not to stop. (laughs) So I do that twice a week, uh, more strength training. Uh, And I like to do one kind of longer run a week. So I'm very much a routine person. Yeah. So Mondays is a class at KHF. Tuesday is strength training. Wednesday is a run. Thursday strength training. Friday and Saturday are KHF. Nice. And I try to do that every week. And if I don't get to do it, I feel completely off. Because <laughs> I'm so used to it at this point. Yeah. I think one of the things that like I struggle with in my fitness is a consistency and mm-hmm. a routine. Mm-hmm. Um. And I totally get it about, like, you feel completely off Yeah. If, if you don't do it. Well, it just, like, throws your whole, like, especially for me, missing a Monday is a big thing. Yeah. Like, I recently missed a Monday workout just because with scheduling with work and stuff, I just couldn't do it. And I just felt like I did not kickstart my week off like mm-hmm. I normally do. I just felt, like, sluggish on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, so my, my biggest thing with fitness is that sometimes I hold myself back. Um, because I do have like a shoulder injury or Mm -hmm. sometimes you wake up and like your hip hurts or your knee hurts, you know, we all go through that. And so I think I baby myself a little too much Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Like in my head, I'm like, remember you have a shoulder injury. You can't do this. You can't do that. But instead of actually trying it to see if I can. Yeah. So I tend to stay in my comfort zone sometimes a Mm -hmm. little too much. That's why I added in the strength training because I was like, all right, I need something different. I need to step out. Uh, but I do get the consistency thing. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing for everybody, especially, like, in the new year now, like, mm-hmm. jumping into it. Because you, you know how it is. We all know. Like, it's a new year, so everybody's like, all right, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's great for two or three weeks, and mm-hmm. then 90% of people fall off. Yep. You know? So the hardest thing is, like, what I would recommend is don't dive into it so full force. Like, yep. Give yourself a reasonable thing you can reach. Mm-hmm. Maybe do twice a week instead of five days a week. Yeah. If you know you can't actually do it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I did that in college once. I went home and then came back for a semester. I was like, I'm going to work out like three days a week at 7 a.m. before I like go to work. And that, again, <laughs> lasted about two and a half weeks. Right? And I was like, this just isn't like realistic for my schedule. Right. So you have to find what works for you. Exactly. Some people it works in the morning. Some people it works in the middle of the day, like a good little lunch break. And some mm-hmm. people it works in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, everybody has oh, their different thing. <laughs> oh, man. I had a couple of friends in college who worked out at like 11 p.m. Yeah. And I was like, how do you sleep? Right. But some people <laughs> need that to fall asleep. Like That's I've actually so had weird. friends that they're like, I work out late. So that way I get home, I shower and I just pass out. That must be nice. What's that like? like? My thing, I like to work out in the mornings. Me too. Preferably. Like there's some afternoons that I'll do like a workout, um, Mm -hmm. but I like to just get it done, get it over with because this is going to sound so weird, but like I don't want to take a shower in the morning and go to work and then sweat and then take a shower again before I go to bed. Like I'm not trying to wash my hair twice in a day. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll do it once and then go on about my day. Yeah. I completely feel that. We kind of sort of touched on this, but um, let's talk about why having that routine and schedule is important. Well, it creates a habit too, mm-hmm. you know, like if you, well, for me, my schedule is so crazy and so busy and all over the place. Like I have a planner in my phone. I have a planner, like a regular desk planner. Mm-hmm. I have a planner on my calendar wall. <laughs> like I have like a dry erase board on my refrigerator. Like I have four separate calendars, one's per day, one's per week, one's monthly, but having that routine is like sets my time for myself. Like that's Mm -hmm. my self care. And if I don't have it, then I just feel off. Like that's my stress relief. 
That's where I go and I just don't worry about anything else for mm-hmm. an hour. And when I don't have that, everything just kind of bottles up, I feel like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just not fair to other people around me at that point. Um, so I think that's very important for that reason, you know, mm-hmm. to keep your routine. Well, especially if you're trying to stick to that two to three day a week. Mm-hmm. You got to actually do it. Yep. And stick to it. Yep. Um, also, I feel like having an accountability partner is yes. a huge thing. Yes. Um, like in, in college, that was easy because I had a group that I could just go with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that person to like hold you to your shit and like yeah. make sure you're like, okay, you said you were going to do this. Like, come with me. I'm not going to work out by myself. Exactly. And, like we've all been that person one way or another. Right. And some people just want to work out by themselves, which mm-hmm. is totally fine. But I think, um, that's why I kind of, like, I love KHF is because like we as instructors become friends with our, um, members that come in and we keep them accountable as they keep mm-hmm. us accountable too. Like, you know, they'll say, oh, I haven't seen you in a class in a few days. And I'm like, you know, you're right. Let me sign up for a class. I haven't been in mm-hmm. a few days or I'll notice cause it's a bunch of like, it's a lot of regulars that come yep. at the same times. And I teach, you know, either late night or early mornings. And so if I see someone, on the schedule and I haven't seen them in a few weeks, I'm like, I reach out, I'm like, hey, like, how are things? Like, how are you? And just that little push mm-hmm. sometimes, that little reminder is like, you know what? I felt in the slumps, but you re- recognize that I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come this week. I've had a couple of instructors at Cowhouse do that yeah. to me. And it definitely, it's like a moment where you're like, at first you're like, well, poop. And then, <laughs> you and, kinda, then and then once you get back into it. Yes. You're kind of like, dang it. They're watching. They know <laughs> I haven't been. <laughs> but it's our way to hold you accountable. Yeah. We're, we're your accountability partners. Mm-hmm. It definitely does help. Yes. So for people listening to the podcast who may have missed our previous episodes mm-hmm. with the Kyles and mm-hmm. Lynn and Mello, mm-hmm. um, can you break down a class at Kyle House and tell them what it's about? Um, so it's called, we call it hip fit. Um, so we combine cardio, we combine weights and we combine yoga all in one. Um, so it's going to be more of your high intensity and interval training. So with the treadmills, we basically as instructors will tell you what your working time is and what your recovery time is. You as the member get to choose what your working pace is. For some people that's a jog, for some people it's a run, it's a sprint, it's a power walk, whatever you need to do. Um, so we train on intervals on the treadmills and then what we we have what we call the treads and what we call the floor. So on the floor we have our benches and then um, we that's where we use weights or you have the option to use body weight. But every day is a designated body part. So it might be Monday where it's chest and back. So all the moves that you do are going to be chest and back related. And then, um, so you do the treadmills twice. You do the floor twice. Unless you're doing an express class, then you only do one of each. Um, And then at the end, we have what we call our burnout. And the burnout is kind of like what I like to say we as instructors let our personality shine. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you've noticed everybody's a little different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but we always include some kind of yoga flow, yoga sequence in there. But that's when we um, just kind of just add in some cardio, some weights, some like what, just anything fun that we want to do in that like little time span um, just to really just kind of get that heart rate up for that last final minutes of class. And then we have what we call our cool down. Lights come down, music changes, and it's just a few minutes just to stretch Catch your breath, gather your thoughts before mm-hmm. you get in your car and start driving. Oh, yes. Which and is so helpful. Yes, let me tell you, that cool down is needed. <laughs> yes, because I used to go to places where we didn't have the cool down. I remember getting in my car and still like trying to catch mm-hmm. my breath. And my heart rate still crazy. And you're driving down the road and you hit that point where you're like, oh, I just... I just caught my breath back after yeah. driving for 10 minutes. Yeah, like you need to like pull over and yes. like stretch in your car. Yes, but also too, it's just like that time where you can just close your eyes 
and not have to think about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just four or five minutes where no one's calling you, no one's texting you, no one needs anything from you. It's just you and yourself. Mm-hmm. You just breathe, and then you go about your day. Yep. It's um, absolutely fabulous. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, with all of this said, um, fitness in itself is a form of self-care, which Correct. you have already touched on. Um, but to dig a little deeper, what does self-care really mean to you? Um, for me, there's so many versions of it you can really do, but self-care for, I would say, is just anything that you can do to just unwind, to de-stress, to get rid of all those negative thoughts or any tension that you're holding on to. I know for me, uh, my biggest self-care would be fitness, but then, um, I love skincare. So mm-hmm. I love going to like my favorite times of the like year when it's like, oh, I'm due for some Botox. <laughs> so yeah. then I'll call my girls up and I'll go and get some Botox or I'll get, um, you know, like microneedling or a mm-hmm. facial or just something. Um, just that time for myself where I just feel good at the end mm-hmm. of it. Especially this time of year when oh, it's God, like cold yes. and windy and yes. I'm surprised my skin hasn't done it yet. When it just gets, like, so dry. Mine has already done it. Oh, mine's already started doing it. It stresses me out. Mm -hmm. Yes. But even, like, now, like, you know, really diving into, um, it's cold outside. I'm not going running outside. (laughs) I'm going to go run inside. So I'm going to go to a class. Yeah. But, like I said, self-care really is just anything that you can do to unwind and gather yourself again and be the Mm -hmm. best version of yourself. Because if you just go, go, go and never give yourself that time, you're not doing yourself any justice or the people around you. No, absolutely not. That's one thing that is one of my goals for 2020 is to be a lot more intentional about my time. Um, I was actually talking about this with a friend uh, recently about like, you know, we we put this time aside for ourselves, but like, what are we really doing with it? Right. Um, So one of my goals for 2020 is to be very intentional about my time and whether it's like, I'm reading before I go to bed or I do bedtime yoga or whatever it is, like do that without my phone next to me right? and really just like hold myself accountable to taking that time to wind down and de-stress because like we all live very stressful lives. We do. So different levels of it, but it's very stressful. And I think the key thing, like you said, is leaving your phone. Like oh, not touching it. Because sometimes for me, I'm like, you know what? I have like an hour. I'm going to watch something on Netflix. I really don't watch TV very often because I don't have the time to. But sometimes I sit down and watch TV. But instead of actually just watching the TV and unwinding, I find myself on my phone. So mm-hmm. I have the TV as background noise. But then I'm on my phone and I fall into this rabbit hole. And all of a sudden I'm on YouTube watching videos on how to deconstruct a chair for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> I'm never actually going to do that. Um, but, you know, like leaving your phone. But then also to scheduling that time. Even mm-hmm. if you have to write it down and set an alarm that says, put your phone down, do some yoga. Yep. Put your phone down, grab a book. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing is scheduling that time for yourself. Yes, absolutely. Um, so aside from fitness and skincare, um, do you have any other ways that you like to practice self-care? Uh, the, I honestly sometimes just like to put my AirPods in and walk around the mall and just go shopping. <laughs> like, I know it sounds like so simple and like lame, but like with me being a wardrobe stylist, like mm-hmm. I just love shopping, like whether it's shopping for myself or somebody else mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But I love just putting in, <clears throat> excuse me, even if it's just one single AirPod and just like listening to music or listening to a podcast while I just like walk around with a little like hot tea or mm-hmm. like Starbucks in my hand and then just, just shop. Sometimes yeah. I buy something, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. But I just like going out there and seeing what trends are new, what I've missed, any new stores. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it's just that little time away. Yep. Sometimes. I don't and it's even... also a creative outlet. It is. It mm-hmm. is. And sometimes I just don't even tell anybody I'm doing it. I just get off work and I just go. Even if it's 30 minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. Just getting out and just getting out of my own head for a little bit. Being creative. Mm-hmm. And just having fun. Yes. Honestly. It sounds so lame, but it's so <laughs> fun to me. Like, it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, I used to shop a lot more than I... I was telling someone at work um, the other day that when my college roommate and I used to go shopping, when mm. we lived together, her mom always taught her never go in the dressing room with less than two items because you have to have something to compare it to. So I was talking about that at work the other day, well, and I was smart. like, "Yeah, this is my new marketing strategy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. You know, I'd, I've gotten to the point now where I don't even try on a lot of things. Like, mm. I kind of can just look at it and know, like, oh, that's going to fit. All right, cool. I've gotten lazy. Yeah. Let's I've gotten lazy. Now, if I know that it's going to be one of those days where I'm like, all right, I'm going to shop today. I throw on gym shorts, a t-shirt, a hat, some easy shoes to take on yep. and take off and just go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to have to deal with buttons and zippers if I'm going to be trying on things at six different stores. Yep. Like, that's when you know. If you see me in the mall with a ball cap <laughs> and sweatpants and a t-shirt on, it's a shopping day. All right? Don't get in my way. I'm probably on a mission. <laughs> that's me. There is nothing wrong with that at mm-hmm. all. Um, so to wrap up this segment of the podcast, do you yeah. have any final parting words of wisdom or advice for anyone looking to jumpstart a fitness regimen or be more intentional with their self-care? The first one you said, jumpstarting into a fitness regimen. Um, one of my favorite instructors at Southern Soul Yoga, her name is Sheila, and I go to her class almost every Tuesday. She always says in the middle of class, um, nine times out of ten, she'd say, it's better to hurt your ego than to hurt your body. And I've taken that into consideration so much. So I would say with anybody going into their, like a new, whether it's a new fitness routine, never have been on a treadmill before, just starting something, like it's better to hurt your ego than to hurt your body. So don't go crazy from the very beginning. Because I think some people, they just see, they set that goal, they see that goal, they want to get to it. And they, you know, maybe have never worked out before. And then they go like, five days a week for like a month straight and they don't give themselves a break or they're not mm-hmm. eating right or they're just going crazy because they're like, I need to get to this goal. It's like, you know, you'll get there with time. Yep. You know, so be patient. You yes. may not see results the first two weeks. Be patient. You may not see results the first month. Be patient, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so your body, everybody's body is different. Um, so I would say definitely don't give up too soon because yes. I think that's the thing is that people get frustrated. I've been there before where I feel like, I'm doing so much, I'm working out so often, I'm eating right, but my body's not changing, it's not changing, but sometimes it's, we see our bodies every single day, Mm -hmm. so we don't notice the changes that someone else that hasn't seen us in a few weeks is like, wow, like, you lost weight or your arms look more toned, it's like, oh, thank you, you know, like, (laughs) God, I needed that, um, so anybody starting that, that's what I would recommend, um, and then what was the second part? Sorry, I just like went right. Oh, words of like wisdom. Is that what you had yeah. said? Um, I guess just that. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. And listen to your body. Yes. Listen to your body. Like, don't be a hero. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body. If your body's telling you, you know what? Today is not the day to lift. Let's just go for some light cardio. Do that instead. Or maybe there's there was one day a few weeks ago that, what like I said, Wednesdays is my running days. And I just woke up that morning and my body was like, nah, sis, you're not running today. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. So I made a hot tea. I watched uh, an episode on Netflix before work. And then I just got up and took my time and got ready mm-hmm. and went to work. And it was a good day. Yep. You know, and I was like, you know what? I didn't run today, but my body told me, like, mm-hmm. today's not the day. And yeah. I listened. And that's the hardest part is listening to Yes, 1,000%. Especially when you're focused on goals. Yes. I yes. feel that. 100%. Yes, yes. I agree. 
All right, let's play with my jar. Yes. I will warn you, I have not updated these questions in a very long time, but for those of you who have been Nougabelle podcast listeners, you know all about the jar, but for new listeners in the new year, this is my mason jar filled with colorful pieces of paper and all kinds of fun little questions for us to talk about. I'm excited. I've always heard about this jar. <laughs> all right, I'll kick us off. Okay. Your drink of choice. Oh, are we talking alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Either or or both. Okay. For me, my non-alcoholic drink of choice probably would be a chai tea latte with coconut milk. Okay. I can drink that at any time of the day, any day of the week. I've recently gotten on a chai kick. I can't even tell you what's in it. I can't tell you what chai is, but it tastes good, okay? <laughs> That's all I know. And if you add the coconut milk, it makes it even better. Good to know. Yes. Um, alcoholic drink. I mean, I think everybody that knows me knows I always order the gay water, which is vodka soda with lime. <laughs> Literally, you can ask anybody that is the gay water. That is what every man that is gay or woman is in their hand at all times. <laughs> so anywhere I go, my friends don't even have to ask me anymore. They're like, oh, you want your usual? I'm like, yeah. But I always have extra limes, and by extra limes, I always want three. Okay. I'm very, very specific. Spe- very much. If I get two, I will ask for a third. <laughs> Don't know why. I just started that way and then I have continued it. And it's just like, I think it's just like a mental thing now. Yeah. If I don't have three, I'm not happy. <laughs> so, what is your drink of choice? Um, Non alcoholic. I have been on a bubbly water kick. Okay. Um, Trying a whole bunch of different brands. We actually do Water Wednesday at work. Oh. On, I think. One Wednesday a month, we do Water Wednesday, where we bring in um, different brands of the same flavor. So, like, a whole bunch of different, okay. like, lime or grapefruit or whatever. And we do bubbly water tastings. Huh. Um, What's your favorite so far? So far, I really like Waterloo. I've not tried that one. The Whole Foods store brand is actually surprisingly good. Good to know. The, like, 365, whatever yeah. it is, actually surprisingly good. All right. I'm into it. Yep. And then I drink hot tea like every single day. Yeah. Um, I keep a stash in my... I mean, um, right now you need it with this weather. Oh, yeah. Um, and then my boozy drink of choice mm-hmm. is I love old fashions. Okay. Okay. And like you like your extra limes. I like my extra orange. Good to know. All right. <laughs> I, I've tried an old fashioned, but it's just not... It's not my thing... It's, it's just not my It's thing. an acquired, yes. very much an acquired taste. I feel like anybody can drink a vodka soda. Like, that's yes. just like, it's cool. <laughs> like, cool story, bro. You're drinking a vodka soda. That's awesome. But old fashions, for sure, you have, it's an acquired taste, which I have not acquired. I have a friend who, she is not a whiskey drinker, but she would very much like to be a whiskey drinker. So one of the times she came over, she was like, I really want to be a whiskey drinker. Can you make me an old fashioned? Mm-hmm. And I said, sure. And if you don't like it, I'll just drink it. She took one sip and was like, can you make me a margarita? <laughs> <laughs> I feel her on that level, yes. No, it's like, sure. But anyway, you pick. All right, my turn. I'm going to go for this blue one. Bars and nightlife. Hashtag drink, drink, drunk. Wait. Oh, these are my college. Oh, gosh. <laughs> these are from my college episode that my friends and I did. Oh, my gosh. I'm into it. I will continue <laughs> doing this. This is so Happy is this like. Is this a question, like asking what bars and nightlife we're going to, or what? When is... we were in college, yeah. So uh, the last episode I did of 2019 was me uh-huh. and my two friends. Um, we did like a TBT college episode. Oh. So I did it jar style, where we all just drew, uh-huh. um, like topics about college life, and that was one of them. And clearly, it has been a while since I have done this. So <laughs> I no, still... I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, 
I never really went out when I was in college. If we're talking about like college days, I didn't really go out. I much. didn't either. That was the thing. I go out now, but I mean, ugh, it's embarrassing as it is to say. Somehow, me and my friends at least twice a month will end up at the old Allen Golds for the so drag show. I've never actually been. <laughs> You're not missing out on much. I'm just kidding. No, it's. I mean, it's like. It's the place that you go to after you've been drinking the mm-hmm. whole night and you end up there to watch the drag show <laughs> and to just have a good time and no one's going to judge you. Mm-hmm. And you're just letting loose, twerking, dancing, singing, whatever you want to do, and everyone's singing along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of really fun stories about it, but I have not. I just highly recommend don't go if you're sober. Okay. Like, you, you need to be drunk. Okay. You need. To, I ended up there sober several weeks ago and that was... A scary sight. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt the couple of times I ended up at Regan's or Reagan's mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. Yeah. I have been three times and two of those times I was very intoxicated. And then the one time I went when I was not, I was like, no, you have to be drunk to enjoy this Oh, place. 100%. That's how this is. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. But if I were to go just grab a drink casually somewhere and not dance the night away i really enjoy flying squirrel i do too because i can actually talk to the person next to me and hear them Mm -hmm. there's not gonna be someone like cheering for a football team or taking a shot of some sort it's just chill vibes yeah and that's what i'm into oh yeah um have you been to london calling yet i have that is my go-to spot oh cool nice yes it is it has a really cool vibe to it Mm -hmm. i need a flashlight to read the menu half the time because it's so dark but (laughs) it's okay it's a very speakeasy vibe though it is it is which is what they were going for and they did a great job with it yes do they still do the burlesque dancing no um i think they're gonna try to bring it back um maybe 2020 will be their year yeah um, but they're starting to pick back up on live music again, and then I know they do, like, tastings the first Tuesday or something of every month, and oh, all know. kinds of stuff, but they do their menu seasonally. Oh, that's good. I feel like a lot I of love. places in China could do that, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yes, I'm a huge fan of that. All right, which college throwback am I going to get? Oh my gosh, this I'm was... nervous now, <laughs> now that I know what the topic is. <sighs> Shelly and Mary are laughing at me now tailgating all right okay did you ever tailgate i did so i went to a pretty big football school Uh um well big for acc standards i went to virginia tech and i tailgated like my junior senior year a little bit um mostly my senior year because at that point i was the oldest of my Mm. group of friends so i turned 21 like well before everyone else did yeah so my senior year was when the rest of my friends had turned 21 So I got to spend a little bit more time with them. But locally in Chattanooga, I tailgate for Chattanooga Football Club. I was just about to say that. Yes. You are a fan of Chattanooga Football Club. I am a part owner as well. Look at you. Awesome. (laughs) I have actually never been tailgating. Wow. I don't sport. (laughs) I just don't like, I just don't sport. Fair enough. Um, I, I actually, I mean... I remember when I was younger, me and my dad went to a World Cup game, and it was Mexico versus Iceland, Ooh. and we had front row seats right beside the goal, so it was like, nice. it was awesome, but I went because my dad wanted to go, yeah. but like, when it comes to like, sports, I'm just not into it, and I don't, I can, I don't think, I think I can honestly say I've never been tailgating, not even to like, CFC. Well, I will have to change that. Yeah, this year, I'll yes. have to go with you to a CFC game and tailgate. Oh, absolutely. I will introduce you to all the fun traditions that we do. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be. We're harmless. <laughs> okay, good. Um, all all right. right, finish us off. Oh, God. Let's see. Party time? Oh, my. Well, I feel like we've kind of covered this. Yes, we've kind of covered that one, <laughs> so yeah. Draw another okay. one. Okay, <laughs> let's go for this one. 
so it looks fun. Your school's best traditions. Okay, let's see. Think back to this. I episode. know. I'm like, oh god, how long ago was my ten year reunion? Is this like was last year? Oh wow. So <laughs> that mine year. will be. Oh no, I'm thinking high school. My high school reunion would be next year. Yeah, that my high school reunion was last year. Oh, high school. Okay. Yeah, my yeah. yeah, I graduated college in 2014, so I've got a while. You got a while for that. Yeah. Thank no, goodness. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank goodness. What tra- did we have any traditions? I really can't think of any. That's sad. Um, seasonally appropriate. One of my favorite ones at Tech was the uh, cadet versus civilian snowball fight. Oh, so that VT had a really big uh, Corps Cadets military mm-hmm. program, mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big traditions was the first snowfall of every year. We did a cadet versus civilian snowball fight on the big green space. Wow, the drill field. All right, and I never participated. Uh, because some cadets took it a little too seriously. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but we had this really big uh, war memorial on one end of the drill field that overlooked it, so we could get up there and watch the madness unfold. Yeah. And that was that oh, was the best. That sounds like it was a good time. Sit there with like a nice cup of hot chocolate and just watch everything unfold. It was yeah. great. Huh, look at that. I would have, I've never heard of that, but that sounds like a good tradition for mm-hmm. sure. Especially, like you said, seasonally, this is right in the season. I, we didn't have any traditions, really. And if we did, I wasn't very involved. Like, I was that kid. Let's just say this. I did not shine into who Arnold is now until very late in life. <laughs> so when I was in college, I didn't really, like, I kind of stuck to my little friend group and did my own things outside of school, but didn't really do much stuff like at school, which gotcha. is looking back now, I'm like, I wish I would have, mm-hmm. but like I said, I didn't really blossom into Arnold until very right. late and late in age, but here we are now. <laughs> so. Better late than never. Exactly. <laughs> Took a little while, but we got there. Yes, yes. And we love you for it. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I, I know I'm a little much sometimes, but you know what? <laughs> it is what it is. Everyone needs a little extra sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Very much. Awesome. Well, we are going to wrap up there. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for joining and kicking off 2020 with I'm me. I'm so excited to be your first episode. That, yes. That's like such an honor. <laughs> um. So where can people find and follow you on social media? Um, Instagram, uh, at Arnold Rellis. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I have a Facebook, but I don't really use it. Like, mm-hmm. I literally just have it so my aunts and uncles know I'm still alive. <laughs> like, let's be real. Uh, so family members know I'm still here. Uh, but yeah, I bet they're basically just Instagram. That's like awesome. my main source. Yep. I think that's where everyone is these days. Yeah. I post more of my stories than I do on my wall. That's yeah. for sure. I, I fluctuate with that. I need to get better. I talk stories. a lot of shit on my Instagram. <laughs> like I just, I post a lot about the most random things and it's like half the time I'm sure people don't actually care. Or but it's so entertaining. <laughs> I know in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is funny. People are going to laugh at this. And then I'm like, um, who actually turned their sound on when I was talking? Like, they probably left the mute on the whole time because we've all done that. So yes. Oh my goodness. Um, yes, give Arnold a follow on Instagram. Do it. Um, A plus follow. All right. Well, this wraps up the first episode of the Nougat Bell podcast for 2020. Um, thank you so much for listening. And as you heard with the jar debacle, I need new jar questions. So if you have a question or topic you would like to hear discussed on the Nougat Bell podcast, um, Hit me up on Instagram at the Bell or leave me a review wherever you listen and we will talk then. Thanks so much for listening and happy 2020.